right, you guys ready? Yes. All right, let's do this. So, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about one of my favorite little folklores, gremlins. Now, when you think of a gremlin, everybody always thinks of... Don't beat them after midnight. Yep. They always think of that movie. Um, Which is actually really hilarious that they've been portrayed in such a cute way when actually... I don't know. The Mogwais were cute. Yes. The gremlins were kind (laughs) of... Adeline is scared of the stuff Spike I have. Oh. I'm scared of that Backstreet Boys shirt you got on. Fuck off, Eric. (laughs) Fucking AJ looking like a gremlin (laughs) right now. No, he doesn't. Oh, he looks like a, he looks like that gremlin from Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet. <laughs> Nightmare. Oh my god! So Gremlins, like the movie that came out in nineteen eighty four, and it actually re reiterated. People were like, "Oh my god, I remember those!" Like when my great grandfather used to talk about those if he was in the Air Force. And so at this point, I, the reason why Gremlins are such a special place in my heart for me is. If you grew up in the 90s, then you probably watched Looney Tunes on Saturday, and mm-hmm. they actually did a episode with them, and they are hilarious looking. They are bright colored. They've got little aviator uh, helmets on. The gremlins I'm going to be talking about are not cute. <laughs> oh, God. No. Do they look like Khloe Kardashian skin to poodle? No. <laughs> No, but the Twilight Zone seems to have that portrayal, right? Mm. Yeah, they have the Botox or the uh, injected lips and everything. Ugh, the fur fur coats. Peta coming after them. Mm. So, um, Gremlin actually comes from uh, a old English word of Germain, which means to vex, to annoy, or curse. I sympathize with that. <laughs> Some would say you're very Gremlin-like. I am. <laughs> I was literally just. About I am. To say I that. do like to cause mischief and fiddle with things you drew a salt pentagram on the floor of king street there was a purpose behind it (laughs) was it to scare the hispanic employees yes el diablo (laughs) Diablo. i'm pretty sure that's what someone said no they call me el diablo (laughs) la diablo excuse me let me make sure i use the correct clutch them yeah. Crucifix is tight. They did. They did. They're rosaries. Gremlins are thought to be small uh, fairies or goblins who uh, are equal opportunity tricksters, taking no sides in conflict and acting out their mischief for their own self-interest. So they're selfish. I, yet again, I fucking sympathize. <laughs> so let's see. We have fairies that you've done mm-hmm. and now gremlins. I'm you s- like the little people. I do like the little people. Just Next dwarves? Is that why we're friends? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Like, that could not have been timed better. <laughs> no. I'm, I'll be here all week. I know. Well, at least you're not uh, not like in this way where they're uh, they're normally portrayed in posters and propaganda that they were running uh as having yellow eyes, gray skin, ew, completely hairless, which is unlike what we watched earlier, where it looked like a giant bath mat. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> don't they look like neck and mole rats? Kind of. Yeah. Very much so. Um, and they have rows and rows of sharp teeth, and they they look very much like demonic looking. So uh, like Spike. Yes. Yes. Um. 
They weren't really popular until about World War One, but okay. there was some info that I found that apparently there are stories of Benjamin Franklin being the him finding out how to make electricity through gremlins. No way. So gremlins are they love mechanics. They love it. They okay. they are so about machinery. Um and they actually really just kind of play off of that. Like they love to fiddle with things and they're tinkerers. They're like that's why they're considered like fairies or elves or whatever you want to call them. Uh they love to fix things and they get their feelings hurt really easily. Oh, snowflake. Yes. But and they take fix. it out, by by doing that they uh they fuck your life up. Okay, <laughs> so not a snowflake. No. So by fix things you mean fuck things up. Well, they think they're fixing things. <laughs> That's almost kind of cute. Yeah. They uh they And like uh, your plane goes down in the ocean kind of way. Pretty much. <laughs> it was thought that they would appear when somebody was cocky or arrogant. Um they thought the Why are you looking at me, Sam? <laughs> the, first, the first recorded sighting of this creature was uh, through propaganda in World War I. Um, it was first showed on the English Air Force, and they thought that they were the only ones that were. So they used it. They were like, oh, that, that's how they explain things that went wrong. And there was such a problem during World War One that even the... Other, like the enemy, was even reporting sightings of that. So the Royal Air Force actually did an investigation. Oh my gosh. Started a full on investigation into gremlins. Into gremlins. They really started an investigation. Um, Most people that actually saw these in the Air Force were going to be ones that were flying at a high altitude. Okay. Uh, So if you know anything about high altitude, there's less oxygen coming to your brain. So and, you start fucking hallucinating yes. like Bill Shatner did and <laughs> start seeing you, gremlins. You start seeing things on uh, on the wings of the plane. I wish I'd like isolated that sound bite where he's like, gremlins! Yes! It's I, gremlins! <laughs> uh, for something that's so like just like you would hallucinate about, they had such a catch-22 of being like, both sides of it like oh yeah. I could really fix your stuff and make uh, it better right or I could really fuck your shit up so in instances of them actually making things better um engineers in the Royal Air Force were actually told to leave their tools out at night and not uh-huh. put them away if they had an issue with a particular type of machinery and it would be fixed in the morning miraculously because the gremlins would fix gremlins it. so they're like Santa's little helpers but for aviators Yes. Yes. So is that a no on them fixing my life overnight or no? No. Leave some therapy books out and find out. <laughs> oh, my God. Can there please be a gremlin that comes forward and starts writing, like, self-help books? Because I would... Stop. <laughs> I All you got to do is get a pen and paper. I know. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll get right on it. <laughs> if they wanted... If they didn't like you, uh, they would also do other things besides fuck with machinery. Uh, they would dull your tools, which is just a mild annoyance. Uh, tools are fucking expensive. Yeah. Yes, they are. Uh, so that is more than a mild inconvenience. <laughs> that is a monetary inconvenience. And Facts. fuck them gremlins. Could you imagine the guy that comes in to like fix fix something? And he's and like, all the screwdrivers are filed down. Yeah. 
<laughs> just to the handle. Oh, those gremlins. Fucking gremlins. Fucking gremlins. Oh my god, put this screwdriver the wrong way in. Like, where it's the moment. <laughs> I swear that was a Phillips head. Why does it look like a fucking flathead? <laughs> Switch them around. Oh my god, anybody that had like nuts and bolts or like wrenches or something like that, you know how they all come in those big uh, things where they're all organized? Just unorganize all of them. <laughs> Just switch a few. The three apes yeah. goes to the half, and this goes here, and this goes there. Oh these, my god, I'm, these I'm, things I'm sound as more like... as we go on with this, I really feel the gremlin coming out in myself. <laughs> I think you're a gremlin, Christian. Yeah. I think so too. I'm just not the height of one, but the mentality is yes. there. It is very much there. You're like one of those mutant gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> I am very vexing. <laughs> That's a fucking understatement. <laughs> And in their vexing, besides doling, uh, they also would mess with you while you were messing with something uh, or building and or working on something and make you hurt yourself. Uh, oh, if no. You, if you were hammering a nail, they would make sure that you would hit your thumb. Um, or oh, that hurts like a son of a bitch. Yes, it does. Or they would turn your shower cold. Okay, that's it. Bitch, you a gremlin. Mm-hmm. That's where I draw the line. Cold no. shower. Cold showers. No. Yeah. I wonder if it's like immediate or if it's like they're just like they slowly start just to annoy the shit out That's of you. It's even like worse. when somebody flushes the toilet while you're taking a shower. Yeah. And it goes like immediately like burning hot like the fucking surface of the or sun. Or freezing fucking cold. Yeah. Because all the hot water's been flushed out of the house. <laughs> I already take my showers at Satan's level. So. Same. Same. He can't take a shower with me. I've uh-uh. gotten used to lukewarm. <laughs> yep. Room temperature showers. No, thank you. Uh-uh. Are you washing yourself like dishes? Like just mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> probably, you'd probably be better off with a damn hose in the middle of the summer. God, yeah, just give me a bucket outside. Probably warmer. <laughs> Let it heat up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Oh, I love it. Oh, I lost my place. Oh, there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's get to the part about their reports. Because those yes. are the ones that I was like, beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Let's let's talk about the reports. Um, there was multiple that I went over. And a couple of them that I was like, what the fuck? Uh, just by watching the Twilight Zone one. Um, That's hilarious. So pilots in the Air Force would, in the Royal Air Force, and any Air Force in, during these time periods, would be flying, and they would feel like the machinery, like, shake, and they, they would just, like, kind of play it off or whatever, and... That's turbulence! <laughs> one, uh, one pilot reported that when he was uh, flying over France, that he felt this shake... And he smelled like this sulfur smell and was like looking around. And then he looked to the front where the nose of the plane was and saw this like figure pretty much materialize out of vapor and just start dancing on the nose of the plane. Oh my God. I feel like these are kind of one of those interdimensional beings, kind of like what I said with yes. uh, fairies and mm-hmm. like they can pop into this dimension. But go back to their own dimension. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the Jersey Devil and yeah, the Jersey Devil. Like literally every single one of your yeah. topics, it has this tinge of like <laughs> reality warping. Uh, like the ban- like the Banshee. Like it's just there, and oh, it's warning you that you're gonna die, and then it just listen. I like my folklore that materi- le- that, that scares the shit out of people and then leaves and has no explanation. I like those. The, I sympathize with them. I, I I'm starting like- to feel like Bill Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> It's gremlin. Oh, gremlins! Gremlins! Nobody can see it. <laughs> he flies away when everybody when anybody else sees it, except <laughs> for me. Um, another instance was a uh, in a another instance they uh, were flying through like the Alps of France and going to Scotland to deliver supplies or something. And he said he looked out onto the right wing and saw this about three foot tall, completely gray looking demon like thing hanging off the side of the plane and ripping the uh, like metal off of the actual like wings Uh and like laughing maniacally. And shut up before you, <laughs> before you, before you even get me Hold on. I got one for you. <laughs> very, very much so. I mean, I know we don't have a soundbite for what a gremlin sounds like, but. But that would probably be pretty accurate. So obviously probably. this man is horrified. He's like, what the hell is that? So he turns to the co-pilot and he's like. Look out the window. The guy, he's like, what are you looking at? There's there's nothing out there. So now this pilot's like, I've gone insane. I'm I've, hallucinating. I'm hallucinating. He's like, I need, we need to like land or something. And so he starts having like a nervous breakdown in the middle of like the flight. So they end up switching. So now he's sitting in the other seat. And mm-hmm. he looks out the other window and sees another one. Oh, no. And so now he's having a full-on nervous breakdown. And the guy's like, he's like, we're going to have to land. So they actually end up uh, trying to go into a landing, like, maneuver. Yeah. And uh, that's when all the engines stopped. <gasps> no. Yeah. So now the pilot, the co-pilot who's actually flying is is freaking out. He's like, what the hell? Like, he's trying to get the, the engines to restart. And the guy pretty much is sitting in the seat next to him screaming, it's gremlins, I swear. It's, <laughs> it's gremlins. It's gremlins. So he's trying to get his, his pilot under control and he's freaking out and they're just plummeting, mm-hmm. plummeting thousands of feet. And these are like heavy ass planes. These are not like light things. Right. So it's not just like falling, falling you know, like a little feather. So, and... They're probably about, I don't know, 6,000 feet from the ground, which doesn't right. sound like a lot, or it sounds like a lot, but when you're in an airplane, 6,000 feet in the air is, is not that much. So yeah. he's plummeting, plummeting. Engines miraculously just turn back on, and he's like, what the fuck ha, just gotcha. happened? I made you think. <laughs> Pretty much, oh, I got you guys. <laughs> oh, God. You thought. They land. So okay. now, then, then they report it and everything, and uh, they actually had somebody come in and investigate, and there was damage to the aircraft. Um, one of the panels was bent on the left wing, and they tried to contribute it to, like, air turbulence or uh-huh. some kind of default or something like that, uh, and also uh, there were scratch marks. These are metal planes. They're made out of steel, usually. 
So this is not something. So this is one instance where there. This is when the Royal Air Force was like, okay, maybe these things actually are like a thing. Like maybe it's real. Maybe it's real. Um, another instance that happened was a pilot. He went by LW. Um, he was flying through Scotland on a biplane. Biplanes are the double wing planes with yeah. the wire in the middle. I've got one on my side. Oh. <laughs> My I didn't know that. It's my papa's airplane. You oh. should add a gremlin to it. <laughs> Make sure he's dancing on the... <laughs> well, actually, after you, the wing. after you hear this story, so he's uh, he's flying a biplane. Um, those don't actually fly that high. They're, they're lower right. flying planes. Uh-huh. And uh, kind of same instance, looks out the side and sees a little thing with scissors cutting the <gasps> no. string and he's like he's like thinking he's like he's like oh my god I'm, I'm where the fuck did he get scissors they have things where did they get scissors small enough yeah, so it, now sam has to get a little gremlin with a pair of scissors yeah with a pair of scissors <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's like you know obviously my thought if i, I was in a biplane i'm watching some little like you know, creature out there with a pair of scissors. I would be like, no, why are you? And that's what I was imagining when I was reading this story of him <laughs> actually like in the pilot seat. No. Like, no, don't do that. So, uh, and then it just vaporizes. It doesn't cut the, it doesn't cut the line or anything. So this man is like having a nervous breakdown in the, in the air. He's just like, what the fuck? So these are instances that gremlins would like, they would like act like they're about to fuck with some shit. Or they would make planes malfunction where their engines would shut off like mid-flight, and then they would, I would miraculously shit myself. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, this time period, this is all World War One, correct? Yeah, we're talking about World War One. Okay, this is a time in history when doctors prescribed hard, hard drugs over the counter. Do you need ether? Here you go. Here's a big bottle. Mm-hmm. Would you like some cocaine? Do you have ghost in your blood? Do some <laughs> opium about it. Do some cocaine about it. And then they're making these people fly at like high altitudes. Yeah, altitude sickness with heavy narcotics. Yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> I see a perfect, perfect storm. I mean, it yeah. sounds like a great time. That sounds like a great time. I mean, that's like people pay all this money to go on roller coasters. Why don't you just get on an airplane and have a gremlin fuck with it? And it's about the same damn thing. Your asshole will be in your head. (laughs) Pretty much. That was pretty much my thought process. So um, we're leaving World War One, going into World War Two. This is when the hype just like got just insane with it. They started printing propaganda. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. On how to discourage gremlins from getting into your aircraft. So, I'll, well, I will gremlin proof your aircraft. Yes, it gremlin proof your aircraft. I wonder, if I wonder if that's why they don't have any gremlin sightings now, or at least we don't hear about them. So, the, yeah, we'll get to that because it just. It's so a, gremlin proof. Yeah, they gremlin proofed every plane. <laughs> they had the right curtain to wood paneling ratio and big seats they just couldn't take it anymore with those um or, or people quit dressing up to get on airplanes the and- smoking they lost the nick the there we go the secondhand smoke that's what it was crack the code yeah gremlins don't fuck with no air marshals literally <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, literally so the propaganda was one of my things that i was like 
this is this is something real that they actually printed. Like somebody drew this up because back in the day, like they used to draw this stuff up in like right. an artsy way and make it cutesy. So one of the things that they said would discourage gremlins was by not having uh, squared off edges because then they could get into certain areas. So they would. If they had, like, a seat that was, like, squared off, they would, like, put stuff in front of it to make it rounded because apparently gremlins can't make it up a rounded surface. They just slide down because they don't, they don't weigh enough. They're not big enough. You're too little. So that's why every, like, edge on a plane is rounded. Oh, that makes, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. I figured it was to be more aerodynamic. Nope. Gremlins. Gremlins. To keep the gremlins! <laughs> How many times can we scream gremlins during this episode? <laughs> I mean, even the windows are circular, like oval now. Yeah, apparently they don't like circles. The doors are oval now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're too lit. But the thing is, like, even when I was reading stories about them, like when they were describing what they looked like, some of the ones were a little bit like, okay, that doesn't even sound scary. That just sounds hilarious. Like some of them said they had like suction cups to their feet. Oh my god. Like, they're, like, little tree frog people that... Little tree frogs! That fuck up planes. Like, oh, my God. I think that would be... Actually, that would be pretty adorable if a fucking right? tree frog, like, fuck it up. would be like, oh, look at you! You're so cute! I know. But they don't like rounded surfaces, apparently. They can't climb okay. up. So, but I would just think, like, two of them could just, like, help each other and just be like, hi-ho! <laughs> just, like... <laughs> Eve-ho! Yeah, just, like, throw the other one. <laughs> um, they also encourage... Uh, pilots to uh not not uh talk while they were like in the plane other than like what they were doing like not like how was your day yeah like that not do any like shit talking or not shit talking but like banter with each other because it would like encourage them to come around and these are people that are in the military and people in the military are all about some shit talking and like messing around right? and cutting up and whatever. So just stone cold <laughs> flying in an airplane because <laughs> you're afraid that a little one to three foot tall goblin is going to attach itself to your airplane. And so World War Tour got lit as fuck with the damn like propaganda. Um, this is when things like planes started going down. Down. So in World War One, they didn't really have any real big crashes. World War Two, all the crashes, all, all the crashes, all the crashes from, and they were all blamed on obviously like the enemy, and then the other one, the other, other percentage were all blamed on gremlins. Um, these gremlins. were ones that were could be from engine failure. That at this point they had gotten rid of biplanes. These were uh, pretty much wings falling off. And a lot of the times I like when I was reading this, I'm like, well, did this like come out? I mean, World War II, we jumped into it so fast that I can imagine that a lot of our stuff was kind of just slapped together. It was like Ashley Furniture. Here's your airplane. <laughs> like, that's what I was imagining when I was like, like I'm going to make a really bad joke that probably should belong on the Bulgarians podcast, oh, but God. fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I wonder if that's what happened to Flight 93. The terrorists took it over, but the gremlins just downed the fucking plane in that field. Oh, my God. Oh, we're getting banned. <laughs> the look on Sam and Christian's faces right now. Judging. Oof. Oof. That was a bad joke. Mm. Yeah. Didn't land. Well, if you like more jokes like that, much like Flight 93. Um, 
go check out the Vulgarians podcast. Shameless plug. Shameless. Shameless plug. It's all right. We're, we're having fun here. So with all that propaganda and stuff, at this point with World War II, they're just like, fuck it. If a plane goes down, a plane goes down. Uh, so a lot of times they actually got to the point where they were blaming the country of Scotland because when people would do oh drop-offs in Scotland or take a break in Scotland, because, like, flying back then, they wouldn't make long flights like they did now. Like, like now, you would make, like, an eight-hour flight and be, like, all good. But then they right. didn't really do that. They did, like, a couple-hour flight. So they they said that Scotland was the home country of gremlins because that's where, if you landed there, you were more than likely to pick one of these suckers up. So, a pilot actually said that he actually possibly picked one up, and uh, he was flying and saw one of these suckers doing the same thing that they always do, tearing up something outside the wing, <laughs> and I guess with kind some, of their thing. Yeah, they, kind of, they kind of enjoy it. They kind of are all about that. Um, I guess with some fancy maneuvering, he actually... Uh, threw it from the plane, and he said it probably landed on some unsuspecting aircraft below him. Oh, my God. <laughs> he pretty you... much is like, it's your problem now. <laughs> you know, one fact that you didn't mention about World War II and gremlins mm-hmm. was the Japanese employed them for the bombing of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I mean, they actually it... flew the planes. <laughs> They probably would. I mean, they're probably about the same height. So I'm just joking. Oh, that was a bad joke. Stop Asian hate. (laughs) Oh, that was bad timing. That was so bad. I'm sorry. So bad. So bad. Crossover episode. (laughs) (laughs) That actually would make a lot more sense if they actually were kamikazes. (laughs) Destructive, vexing. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. So. We're in World War II. Um, this is moving out of World War II into the towards the end of World War II. Um, they were in the midst of the war, the closing of the war. So they started to kind of, the incidents started to kind of drop off. So there is a theory that the Royal Air Force actually started to have malfunctions happen. To raise morale, because if they're caring about these little gremlin things, they're not going to give a shit about dying anyway. Because they're (laughs) to gunfire. This shit's shit's deep. Yeah. So there was a theory that the Royal Air Force. There's no. I I I read a couple stories on it. I'll send them to you so you can look at them. But there's no actual like documentation of the Royal Air Force saying like these are like what we use as a morale booster. Uh, but there was an author who contributed to a book that became a movie about gremlins, and we'll get to that, uh, that said that that was what the Royal Air Force did. They they were like, oh, there's a drop-off, and our morale's starting to go down. We need to have high Crash morale. fucking planes. Oh, my God. So they started that. They, were like, ramped it up again right into, like, 1945, and this is, like, towards, like, the end of the war. So right. the fact that a country is like, yes, there are little foot tall gremlin, like little goblins that are tearing apart these planes, but go kill the fucking Germans. <laughs> Germans bad gremlins. Eh. Yeah. Did we nuke all the gremlins? No. Since Japan hired them. 
No. They were all in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Why, no. Is that why we don't have any more? Yeah, no. that would make sense. Got them all. Got them all. That's that's why we nuked Japan was to get rid of the gremlin that's infestation. That's the real story. They had a factory. I guess my episode's over since you guys got to that part. Now I'm just joking. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> spoiler alert! I did a spoiler alert. Oh my god! So out of the out of, after the fifties. The, they just did not, that they're gone now. The war's over. Nobody's really using uh, that as an excuse. Now we're getting into right around like 1952. So okay. they make an appearance back in 1952. Oh, uh, man. There was. I guess we didn't nuke them all. No, we didn't nuke them all. <laughs> no, they lived. There goes that theory. There was a. Thought uh, I had something. I know. <laughs> I was hoping Giorgio Suclos would hit me up on Ancient Aliens. So, there was an incident that happened on a flight from California to Arizona. Um, uh, With the way that they do airplanes, they monitor where they are. Obviously, there's flight control. Well, halfway through their trip, they lost contact with them. So, they're kind of, like, freaking out a little bit. They're, like, uh, you know, after, like, the first, like, 20 minutes of no contact. So, the plane actually ends up landing successfully in Arizona. Uh, there were 14 people on the flight, and only one person was alive. Uh, it was the co-pilot. Uh, and when they went to inspect the flight... Oh, yeah. Look at Sam's face. Shut That you just... So nonchalantly, everyone on the plane was dead except for one. Oh, yeah. uh, thank God we didn't do this episode before you went to Texas. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Sam would have fucking drove. <laughs> That's like 20 hours. Oh, my God. So they get onto the flight to then figure out what happened. Co-pilot is in terrible shape. He is all kinds of fucking chewed up. And the other 13 people on the flight are chewed up, scratched up. There's fucking uh, bullet shells everywhere from the pilot and the co-pilot from shooting something. They don't know what it was. There was no damage to the outside of the plane. It was all inside the plane. So they're like, what the fuck just happened? And unfortunately, they never got the chance to ask the co-pilot. He was in such bad shape that he actually ended up dying three days later. So this is what this is when I read that. I was like, what Did they the? have a little black box? No, this is before they had the black oh, boxes. Shit. So they had no way of knowing of what happened in this flight. Four, 13 people dead and one man and, and terrible. I mean, there was bullets or bullet shells everywhere. And this man is like, he's he's been chewed to death by something. And they said when they actually entered the plane, it was sulfur smell again. So this was kind Someone of... Someone fed him after midnight. Somebody had to have fed him after midnight. Or they got him wet. I'm going to make Rick listen to this episode before he flies home. Oh, my God. Do it. Oh, my God. Do it. (laughs) So, this is going to be one of the instances that I read. And it actually made me laugh because I was like, why? What, the 13 people fucking dying? No, that was... (laughs) That didn't make me laugh. That made me kind of creeped out because I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's that's kind of fucked up. Like, 13 people fucking... Yeah. All of a sudden, AJ from the Backstreet Boys bursted into the plane and... Backstreet Boys alone. He had those fugly glasses on his head and no. just started chewing people. 
<laughs> I mean, they do apparently have sharp teeth, so they're just there's they're not just gumming people to death and just chewing on them. <laughs> just gumming them. Like when I read that story, I don't know if anybody else has watched, and I immediately thought of like the tooth fairies from Hellboy Two, where they're like chewing people up and shit. Oh my god! Then I actually watched that video, and I was like laughing. I was like, "Oh, that's probably about how pretty accurate how it was." Probably. So, the other instance, and this will lead us into commentary because I, I definitely want to hear the commentary. Oh, here we go. So, Christian or uh, Charles Lindbergh. Uh, actually reported that he had seen gremlins on his flight from New York to Paris. Uh, he said that a creature appeared out of vapor on his wings, but it spoke to him. <gasps> oh, my God. And Could this have been caused by sleep deprivation? Probably. Most likely. What is that? If That's a long-ass flight. I know that. It's what, like a 12, 13-hour flight. Uh, so he said that the, this creature appeared out of vapor and told him that they were not going to mess with his airplane and that he would make it safely to his destination. And they just kind of, he had a couple of them there. And when he told this story, it was way, way, way down the road. And he said it would Was this after his child went missing? I don't know. Come on, I was going to say that. I don't know. Oh, sorry, early bird catches the worm. <laughs> but what made me laugh is Or the that- gremlin in this case. <laughs> but what made me laugh about this whole instance is that the- he said the reason why he never brought this story up is because he was afraid that it would discredit him from his accomplishment of making that flight. And I was like, wait, we're not even going to talk about, like, the missing like, baby, we're not, that-, that doesn't discredit you, but this does. <laughs> well, you know, it had nothing to do with the from- aviation. You made it from New York to Paris, but they took your baby. That I, was the price. You know, I, that, I, was, I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was like, I think it's like, we won't fuck with your flight, but we want your firstborn. What is this? Like the fucking thimble? <laughs> it, it's like, uh, it's like Labyrinth. Yes. It's like the movie Labyrinth. No, I'm thinking. They take thumb- him to the Gremlin King, which is David Bowie. <laughs> Thumbelina, where it's like, if you prick your finger on this, we'll, we'll we Blood get your, packed. Yeah, we get your firstborn child. <laughs> he had to get... Uh, that's probably what happened. He had to give his firstborn to the gremlins. Yep. Yep. Now it's a gremlin, baby. Oh. It's the gremlin king. Oh, my it's God. The gremlin king. But ever since that whole era, haven't really been any issues hmm. with gremlins. They just kind of just disappeared into folklore so what's what was the bit about ben franklin so ben franklin they said uh that he didn't there was a story uh an account that said that he didn't discover electricity that gremlins actually showed him so apparently these things are like little chinklers they they can they're they can figure that they're very intelligent Did you just call them chinklers no tinker tinklers oh, i'm sorry tinkle tinkle uh, I, I just know we were making some Asian jokes earlier. So I just didn't know what they you like to tinker. They like to mess with things. So apparently with Ben Franklin, uh, there was an account of somebody. This is, when was Ben Franklin in the 1600s? So, yeah. Six, when, no. When was Ben Franklin? I don't know. I don't know. There was just a story of them saying that he was taught how to do electricity from gremlins. gremlins. I was like, what? Okay. 
It wasn't lightning with the key or whatever the fuck no, it was. No, no. It was the gremlins. Gremlins. The gremlins taught him about electricity. That's going to be my excuse yeah. for everything now. Ben Franklin was uh, the 1700s. Yeah. But in, in many ways throughout history, a lot of things mm-hmm. are accounted for, like, omens of things that are about, like, that have happened, uh, like, that are negative, like, you know, an occurrence that you're like, God damn it, why did that happen to me? Like, so these little creatures are kind of like the scapegoat. They are, they are, if something bad happens, everybody says, oh, it's just gremlins. Uh, I mean, I use it in a lot of things. Like, if something's not fucking working, I'm like, God damn gremlins. Like, <laughs> so that's. That is pretty much what I got out of it. I so thoroughly enjoyed researching this. Although I kind of feel like that these things have a little bit of truth to them on being some kind of interdimensional being that could possibly do this kind of stuff. I I feel like that's what a lot of this stuff boils down to be is like some extra dimensional, like parallel universe creature. So it can like phase in and out of our reality. Yeah, it just it appears yeah. out of vapor and just fucks shit up, and then laughs maniacally and says, "Oh, never mind, you get to live." Or, "Oh, never mind." The ha! fact that they speak English makes me kids. sus. Yeah, that was a little bit of a story that could I, it be like a oh, like a mind thing? Maybe, possibly telepathic. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad because they can see this what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I do enjoy the fact that they tear fuck shit up and then maniacally laugh while they're doing it. Like they're just like they're happy. Go- they're whimsical. Like they're just like I'm just fucking your life up. <laughs> Hope your plane doesn't go down. Yeah. You know, there's a couple other instances of uh, gremlins. Yeah. We know about them fucking with Shatner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they also fucked with John Lithgow in 1983. In the Twilight Zone movie. Which we had the fun of watching. Uh, we did not watch the movie. We watched the, oh, yeah, the right. Bill Shatner episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. If you all want us to live stream the Twilight Zone movie and talk about this. All the commentary. Uh, next all week commentary. for our Wednesday night hangout. Oh, my God. Which we might. Which if you guys want us to start doing that. Tell us in the comments. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I always like to commentate. I liked it. Yeah, commentating on, on TV is always one of yeah, my favorites. We, we can watch uh, the Terror at 20, or Nightmare at 20,000 Feet uh, movie. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you made a movie about that. Yeah, well, the gremlins are a lot more fucking scary looking in that one. Are they? Mm-hmm. Well, they they kind of look like chupacabras. Ooh, that makes me feel a lot better. Wait, no, I have seen the pictures of that. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John Lithgow not. looks fucking crazy. But they do, uh, they, they do look kind of like they kind of look like Golem from fucking like a little bit. Yeah, they're freaky looking. Yeah, very like chupacabra esque. Yeah. Well, that will explain all their pe- 13 odd people torn up. I love how Sam was like so shocked by it. Like, there, yeah, that a- kind of fucked me up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you like, just said it so nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah. Everyone on the plane was dead when they got there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. sorry, wait, Except what? the co-pilot. They're all dead, and there was bullets everywhere. They were chewed up, torn up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, we could have done at least a solid 10 minutes on that. I wish we had researched that more. No, I, I, there was not a lot of information on it because there was no black box. There was no, there was a report, but it wasn't like detailed enough 
to really get a good feeling on it. Like they, there were obviously if there would have been fucking pictures, I would have been fine with that. But there was just a documentation of it happening. Do you really think if it was something that was like, I would think that something like that happened would be plastered pictures and shit everywhere. Right? But there wasn't. So That's wild. the other part that I was like sitting here when I was doing the research on it was, okay, well now I'm back to the thinking because at one point when I was reading this, I was like. These things are these are things are a folklore. There, there's no way that this is real. This is just all propaganda or whatever. But then after I read that fucking story, I'm like, all right, maybe there might be some truth to these little fuckers. Oh, okay, I maybe to, they're real. I have to look this up just for my own sanity. It's from as a flight from California to Arizona. Um, Let's see. Uh, but it was it was a little insane when they were talking about it. I was like, what the fuck? And then uh, you just said so nonchalantly. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I don't have your etiquette of being like, <laughs> like you know, like I just dry fuck everything when it comes to like much like a gremlin. No would. foreplay. No foreplay at all. Just thirteen people died and only the co-pilot lived, and then he For died three days, three days later. Huh? <laughs> so they're they're the original Sour Patch Kid. They yeah. are. Oh my God! Can somebody please make a candy called Gremlins? <laughs> Oh, well, here's an interesting one. On May, let's look. This is from a website called Bushcraft Buddy. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look. No, you're fine. That's the only problem. Like, you'll find things of them, but it's not like full on instances where they say like this is what they just they report it as gremlins but then you don't know if it was like a malfunction of the airplane or if it was actually that right so the instance with the claw marks and the shit and the peeling back of metal and then the instance that happened i was telling you about from california to arizona that that definitely sounds like an incident of some kind of interdimensional being that it's like right? fucking shit up and they couldn't find it and there some bermuda triangle-esque shit that's some what Bermuda Triangle is. It is. Maybe that's For where sure. That's where they're all from. Maybe. I just think when I'm imagining these things, I'm just imagining them like, you know, like fucking shit up on a plane and then like just jumping off like, wee! Like just. Jump, Yay! Yeah. And then jumping into a portal and then landing on another plane. <laughs> well, there's a new movie coming out about gremlins. No way. Yeah. Chloe Moretz battles gremlins on a plane in shadow in the cloud. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's our gremlins uh, on a plane. Yeah. She plays a World War II pilot on a secret mission who must contend with an evil gremlin attempting to dismantle her B-17 midair in shadows in the, or shadow in the cloud. Oh, my God. I love Chloe Moritz. I'm actually, like, prefacing, like, a movie me. Like, I didn't even know there was a BME movie. Mm. That's interesting. Yes. Well, now we must watch that. Yes. Yeah. Is it going to be, like, in theaters or... Oh my god! I just thought about Possibly. Samuel. Actually, Samuel L. Jackson. Now I'm tired of these motherfucking criminals on this motherfucking plane. Oh man! Well, thank you everyone for listening to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, this is Eric, and make sure you guys go to our Instagram, download the episodes, share the show. Uh, it's super important to us. But yeah, until next time, stay spooky, stay creepy, and uh, as Sam would always say, stay safe.